All right, in the kitchen, episode sixty-four. Grand Joey are here. I don't know why I said that in the in the third person. <laughs> is that the third person? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Grand Joey. I am here. Joey is here. Zach is not here. Uh, but that's okay. He's at a Willie Nelson concert, which also like the Lumineers and Billy Strings. Did he send you the like the, the list of people in this concert? Uh, I think he sent it to our chat, didn't he? Did he send that to both of us? Or oh, may, that was just in know. our that was just in our group chat. Maybe. It's, crazy amount of people uh at this willie nelson it's just a birthday concert i guess and everyone's just coming to play um wild amount of people there uh jack johnson it looks like they're tyler childers um Daniel ratliff and i'm seeing at the top of the list though it says ethan hawk which is that just that the actor or am i thinking of someone else I don't know. That could be a uh, Tony Hawk alter ego, maybe. Like, you know, like Ethan Hawk, he was in, um, like, he's, he's in any movie ever. Um, like, Dead Poet Society, he's in um, Training Day. Uh, like, he was in. Um, oh, yeah. 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 Does he sing? Maybe this is a. Uh... Is he the host? What is he doing there? <laughs> I don't. Like, everyone else makes sense. And they're all like Willie Nelson, even themed artist. And then you have Ethan Hawke. I'm not seeing anything about singing. Neil Young, Chris Stapleton, Snoop Dogg, George Strait. And he's like Ethan Seth MacFarlane. He's just going to come out of nowhere. I don't like, I don't know what he, what is he doing there? I don't know what's happening. He must um, be a host. He's has to be. But it's also like, I feel like Snoop Dogg could have hosted this himself. <laughs> come yeah. on now. Uh, but Regardless of that, uh, we hope uh, Zach's having a good time. But uh, we are not at the Willie Nelson concert. We are here no. to talk to sports with you. Uh, and we're going to begin today with the NFL draft, which just wrapped up. Uh, I kind of I, I, the draft has grown on me a little bit. I used to not really pay attention to it. I used to be like, whatever. I kind of like watching it, though. Now, I will say. Yeah, well, it's different. They they used to do it all in one day, didn't they? Uh, I believe so. But that's I, just a lot of. I wasn't paying attention whenever they yeah. were doing that. So that must have been exhausting. Yeah. You're just sitting down for 11 hours. Yeah. That, that's way, that's a ton. I Well, actually, I feel like they could do this way faster. Oh, I, yeah. I think I think they could do it a lot faster. Like the, the first round, they milk that thing for sure. Um, Absolutely. I've always, they should do it um, where everyone drafts beforehand and they don't tell anyone about it. And then they send someone up there, and he just reads them off, one by one. One by, <laughs> like like the Hunger Games. Chaos. Just B. John Robinson, Falcons. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> this guy sitting in the um, just uh, all the players they have up in the uh, uh, up in the front, and they're just like, no, not the Browns. <laughs> like, <laughs> just get super mad about it. Or uh, that'd be hilarious. Would you like to see a more you... like a uh, a sorting hat thing with Harry Potter? Well, let's go back to this Hunger, Hunger Games take. If okay, so say, like you don't, no one wants to go to the Falcons, right? Can you volunteer as tribute for someone else? Ooh, that would be cool. Well, then, the more. Well, this is <laughs> now this is an issue because the the whole I believe the point of the Hunger Games is just that people have to die. Yeah, um, <laughs> where the NFL are they picking players because they want to win games. Uh, 
So I don't think they're accepting volunteers <laughs> for mm. this. So um, no volunteers. Yeah. And it's also like, it's not like they're, they're being compensated very well to play for these teams. So it's not, the, uh, <laughs> it's not like they're going to be turning it down. Uh, but uh, no, so no, I don't think there will be any volunteers. Um, uh, I don't think people will be giving up their spots. I think they want to play in the NFL. Uh, but I do think they, uh, I would like to see them do a sorting hat way of doing it where like they put a hat on uh Will Levis and it says second round or something like that. Or oh, wow. it's, it says, uh, just give them a little, uh, a little heads up maybe, or like, it just let them know what team they're doing it that way. I would like, it to has to, it has to be the regular size. It has to be the size of a regular hat though. So like when Bijan Robinson puts on a hat, it sits on top of his little head poof thing. Like it was, you know what I'm uh, talking yes. about? No, I understand. Yes. So it's not actually on his head. It's just floating above his head. Yeah. Which that's usually the NBA draft move is guys yeah. that they just have hats that fit none of the players that <laughs> that's normally the uh, NBA draft move, but um, let's get into it a little bit then. So uh, the big story, obviously from the first round was Will Levis uh, after there was the Reddit user who put out that he was supposed to, he was telling everyone he was going to be the number one pick, which uh, I don't think that's true. I, I highly doubt that Will Levis <laughs> was saying that, um, but I do think he did say that he believed he was going to go, early in the first round. He did say that. Um, he said he wouldn't have gone to the green room if he didn't think he was going to go in the first round. So he was definitely surprised there. Uh, but I think this is more of an issue of like, I think Mel Kuyper owes Will Levis an apology. Yeah. Like so for, do we for think Gat, knows, like, like, Go ahead, Joey. Go ahead. Well, a guy says he thinks he's going to go in the first round. Like, obviously he's talking to these teams and they're they're having a conversation. But if if social media and other things like that are telling him he's going to go in the first round, maybe that's why he shows up and he wasn't really listening to the teams. Yeah, well, I mean the the like the Titans aren't inviting you to the green room. The NFL is. Yeah, I understand. And Mel Kiper, like Mel Kiper, is the one who's feeding all the stuff to the NFL, right? The the draft analysts and they all put Will Levis up there, right? Giving him the belief. Like I I blame them more than I blame Will Levis. Yeah. Like dude, he's a good quarterback. Like he went, what is he, the second pick in the second round? Mm-hmm. That's still really good. Like he can still probably. I hope he has a great NFL career where he just he proves everyone wrong. He probably will. But I just I don't think like his college stats, his college play just wasn't top five pick. No, like he wasn't better than CJ Stroud. He wasn't better than Bryce Young. I, I, if, I agree. If Hendon Hooker didn't get hurt, like Hendon Hooker was probably better. Yeah, I. I like, where did he go again? I forgot where he went. Didn't he go to the oh, Lions? Oh, Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. He went to the I Lions. Like that. Yeah. No, that's a good pickup. Um, we can get into that a little bit more later. But uh with Will Levis, yeah, I just I is it is it wrong for me to feel bad for him? Like no. I felt I well, felt like I, I felt really bad the entire first round. It's like the cameras are just on him nonstop as he's just sitting there like, oh my god, I keep falling. Like and like you realized when you got to like the 20th pick and you were looking at who was drafting, there was only like one team left that even needed a quarterback. And you're like, mm, are they even going to take one? I think it was Washington. And I was like, they have like eight quarterbacks. Are they going to, do they need another one? <laughs> um, so I was like, I don't think they're going to take, them, you know? And I think he realized that too. Um, yeah. Also, I believe it was kind of funny where everyone uh, thought that his sisters were his girlfriend. That was kind of crazy. <laughs> um but then his real and girlfriend then they showed came. his girlfriend and his actual girlfriend <laughs> showed up and the, then uh, everyone would um it it's always like 
it's just us us dudes are very simple, you know. Just <laughs> football, uh, football, girls. pretty girls. That's it. The guys are distracted all night. That's all it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was hard to feel that bad for him <laughs> when he's got his girlfriend sitting. He's next gonna to him. be fine. Like it <laughs> he's sucks. Gonna be all right. Will Levis is gonna be fine. It it sucks to. Uh, it does suck on the sense that like the NFL has it set up where it, depending on your pick, you're going to get paid a certain amount. Which so that yeah. stinks. Like as guys fall from like the difference between the first pick and the sixth pick is millions of dollars. Right. So it does stink to probably think that you're going to be in the top five and then you end up in the second round. So money wise, like it's probably a big hit, but there's a video of him and how fired up and excited he was um, when he got the call from the Titans. Like, I I think at the end of the day, a lot of these guys just want to be in the NFL. Like, I think a lot for a lot of them, it's just like, holy cow, I'm going to play in the NFL. And two, like you could look at this from the point of view. Now he's a second round pick he doesn't have all that pressure being the fifth overall pick or something like that. Right. Like he's, he's got a little pressure off his shoulders now. Yeah, I guess, can, you know, I I guess a little bit, but then it's also like, do you think, um, uh, CJ, like Bryce Young can have a ton of pressure with, uh, like does when you play for a really bad team, do you have a ton of pressure as a rookie? Like, I feel like when, when Trevor Lawrence was a rookie on the Jaguars and then the worst team ever, did he have a ton of pressure? Not really. Cause we're, they were like, oh, this team just stinks. Right, but then they got better, and now he's got some pressure on him. Right? Yeah, I, I'd say I like mean, a little bit. It's a progression. Bit, yeah. I don't know. I think you know? it's – yeah, I don't know if I – yeah, I guess. I, I understand where you're coming from. But I also think, like, he's still Will Levis, and, like, if you're the quarterback of an NFL team, I think there's pressure anywhere to succeed. Like if you true. If, you, I, if, you're, if you're not consistently performing in the NFL, like, it, it doesn't matter if you're a rookie or what round you want, and you're, you're, you're not going to be there for long. Now maybe it's a little bit more of, you know, play to prove them wrong instead of play to. Like, yeah, I guess. And I do you know. like that more. Like I, I am rooting for him now. Like I hope he, he starts games for the Titans yeah. and wins a bunch of games. I think it'd be really cool. Um, the Titans still have an interesting thing now where it's like, I feel like they have like six of the exact same quarterback. <laughs> like is, um is Josh Dobbs still on the team? I have no idea. Yeah, or if like even if it's like Tannehill, let's Tannehill say and let's let's pretend this is the QB room. Let's pretend this is not the QB room. Let's let's pretend this is just people who have played for the Titans recently, <laughs> or will play for the Titans. Josh Dobbs, Malik Willis, Ryan Tannehill, Will Levis. Just copy and paste. Yeah, just copy and paste. It's just like <laughs> it's the same dude. It's the same guy every every single time. Uh, it's like four. It's four people who are like if they're just okay, the Titans will be fine. And I guess yeah. this is just like what Vra- maybe this is just what Vra- Vrabel needs. He's like, I don't want this distraction of playmaking QBs. All right, this is not what this team's <laughs> about. We don't need these distractions here. Uh, but I, I'm, I can say it a million times. I'm rooting for Will Levis now. Yeah, he I hope he does well. Around. We'll see. The, the Mayo thing. Keep putting Mayo in your coffee. <laughs> but now, if he wins a Super Bowl, I will try Mayo in the coffee. Okay, we'll we'll write that down. We'll get yeah. that in writing. I will. Um, other notable things from the draft, though, uh, it's so unfair that the Eagles had the ninth pick in this draft that they got that high. I I don't really pay attention to like draft order too much outside of uh, my team, right? Or like the first overall pick um, heading into the draft. Yeah, you see the Eagles come up there for like the ninth pick, and they ended up getting uh, Carter. Like what? How how are we allowing this to happen? They're, I don't they know. just reloaded. They got they had one of the best drafts. 
Yeah. They, well, they just, they really took over that defense win championships mentality and they've got a defense who won a championship twice. They yeah. just took all those guys from that team. Like they're, they're going to be unreal again. That's insane. They, yeah. They're they're just the Georgia Bulldogs now. A little bit. Yeah. Which I mean, obviously it's the NFL. It's a, like this big difference between like skating and college and NFL, but like they, they, they got a pretty good bet. Like They definitely did. Like, uh, I mean, I feel like they got a pretty good chance to succeed. So the Eagles would be interesting. I want to talk a little bit of drafts you sneaky like or drafts that are you just like in general. Is there any teams that jump out to you, Joey? Uh, I think it's kind of fun what the Texans did. Yes, I cool. agree. The yeah, second they were, third pick. I like Very it. aggressive. I, th- I thought they were going to draft two QBs. <laughs> I thought they were like, going to do... Make you compete. I thought they were going to go uh, Stroud and Will Levis, uh, but getting Will Anderson is huge. I mean, he had a uh, he didn't have as good of a year this year as he did uh, the year before, but I mean, he still was an, an outstanding player, uh, and he's definitely very capable. So he's going to change that uh, that defense right away. I feel like uh, I could could be wrong because it is the Houston Texans, um, but hey, I mean, I think I think that they had definitely uh, I think they did the right thing there for sure. Uh, We'll we'll see uh, what ends up happening there. Uh, teams I like what they did. The Atlanta Falcons are going to have a very sneaky uh, good offense here coming up soon. Look at it, really. Like, so they drafted Bijan Robinson. Yeah, here's here's who they have: Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Tyler Algier, Bijan Robinson, and then Desmond Ritter throwing the ball. Which like Desmond Ritter, I feel like he's young enough right now, and again, it's like the team is so bad that it's like I don't know if we can super judge him, but like I feel like Desmond Ritter is a good guy for just maybe he's a quarterback you can kind of throw in there and just be like you don't have to throw for three hundred yards, you can just get like throw for one eighty yards, just don't throw the ball away, don't don't yeah. turn the ball over, and this team's fine. Like I, you read off those names, if Bijan ends up being who everyone thinks he's going to be, that that offense is going to be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, they'll definitely have a chance to make it to the playoffs considering the division they're in. Yeah, and the division's horrible. That's a great point. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, jumping off there, I really like the Falcons. I also really like uh, the Lions draft. I really yes. like that. Um, Jack Campbell, awesome. Uh, yeah, I got to watch him play here in Iowa. Talk to, talk to him a little bit. He's awesome. Uh, and Sam Laporta is, like, I mean, he was – one of the best tight ends this year, and he had no one to throw. And no one was throwing to him. <laughs> That's how good he is. He's, he's so good. Someone's told me, like, like it's everyone's aware of the Iowa offensive struggles, right? So I someone told me that he has the most receptions at, in Iowa ever. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think I did. They come up with that on draft day. I think I saw that. I, I at least for tight ends, maybe. Either way, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that, <laughs> so awesome. I think Laporte is going to pan out. And it's, again, the thing with Iowa guys is like every single time they get drafted, it's like, oh, what, who are we taking these guys? Iowa, what are we doing? Oh, they play in a cornfield. Oh, these guys aren't going to, what a terrible pick. And they're like nine out of 10 on these picks since like 2015. Like these guys have always panned out. I mean, they just got rid of, they got rid of Hawkinson this last year. And they're like, let's just go get the exact same guy. Yeah, it's that simple. Uh, <laughs> and then like the Jameer Gibbs pick was kind of weird, but it's also yeah. I don't think it's like a bad pick. He's still Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, like I no, mean, he's like good. 
like I don't think it's like bad to have him on your team. Like I, I think they're I'm assuming like someone in that one of those running backs is gone. Like Swift is probably gone now. I would I assume. think they already traded him. Where is he then? Oh my gosh, where'd he go? I know they traded him actually. Where did he just go? Do we need to look it up real quick? Uh yep, it's coming. Eagles receive Ooh. DeAndre Swift. Oh my Take gosh. The Eagles are what? How does that, oh my gosh. <laughs> why did they do that? No, oh, okay. Um, yeah, so but I, I like the lines draft and then Hendon Hooker too. I mean, give Hendon Hendon Hooker probably needs to wait a little bit with the coming off that knee injury, but he's still really good. Yeah. Like Hendon Hooker can definitely play us. Uh, so that'll be a definitely interesting there. But uh I do love uh what the Lions did with their draft. Uh I, I do like it what they're doing. Uh, yeah, Hendon Hooker can learn a ton from Jared Goff now. Yes, uh, I saw Stetson Bennett did end up getting drafted. Uh, congrats, to Stetson Bennett. Uh, and that's yep. always the funny thing too is some of these these guys are uh, they released that police that police video of him with the uh, <laughs> after the arrest. He's like freaking out, right? And uh, we never we didn't talk about it uh, when they released the video, but apparently he was like locked out of his house or something. He was like freaking out, like I, I don't know, it was some weird thing. But he. Uh, He's like, oh, I, my career is over, or whatever. It's like he, he's he got drafted anyway. It's all good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that'll be interesting because he's going to sit on the Rams and like, uh, I mean, Matt Stafford. Like, I don't know how, how much longer he's going to play in the NFL. So like, we we could potentially be seeing more Stetson Bennett here soon. Uh, I, I want to. He's the perfect guy to go to the Rams. Perfect, perfect. Stetson place. Bennett. Why is that? Yeah, Sean McVay. Ooh, I feel God. like they're just going to like, they're just going to throw a couple back after, after the game on Sunday. Yes, good those point. two. Uh, I like the uh, the Chargers draft. They just got all TCU guys. You probably hate that. Yeah, I, I mean, thought I thought it was. Uh, I mean, it, it was kind of weird, like a, a considering uh, their record playing in SoFi Stadium. Uh, <laughs> I, I do think that that was a little strange, but I mean, hey, like TCU had a great year. They they should have taken like yeah. There's no reason their guys shouldn't be in the NFL. Like they're very good players. Uh, is that where Quinn Johnson? They got the. Going? Yeah, they got Quinn Johnson, and then they got their um, they got a running back. Oh, a wide receiver, another wide receiver, Darius Davis, and then Max Duggan, of course, too. There uh, it is. Went to you do notice in the these Chargers. drafts, there's definitely coaches that are like, I really like this style of play, and I will only take players from these teams. Uh, yeah, that does definitely. I, they definitely reloaded to get second or third in the AFC West again. Yes, for sure. No, they 100 <laughs> did that. Uh, and then. You you guys acted like last week Auburn was only going to get maybe Tank Bigsby drafted. You guys ended up with like five guys. Yeah, we had a pretty good draft. It was a yeah. uh, we we got our kicker drafted, kicker you. Okay, some are saying, <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot a lot of uh, kicking the and punting. Brothers going on are in now Iowa. now in the uh, NFL. So okay, yeah, I'll take it. Who's his brother? Um, Anders Carlson and Hunter Carlson. Hunter Carlson is the Raiders kicker. Oh, oh, that's it. Oh, okay, they're brothers. Yeah. yeah, interesting. I did not know that. Well, good for him. Uh, he's phenomenal. Well, he's the one who he got in trouble because he was uh, he was like putting the ball on top of the tee instead of in the slot on the tee. It was like giving it more <laughs> air. Was that him? I think that was him. I I don't know if that was him. I believe that was him. Uh, don't fact check me on that. But uh, let's pretend that it was him. Uh, and then Iowa, I thought Iowa had a good draft too. I mean, Iowa had uh, two guys in the first round. Uh, it is always crazy how uh, with Iowa, we always end up in this group of, it's like teams that went, that had two first round picks. 
Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Iowa. It's all <laughs> like it, let's it, go, baby. <laughs> it's crazy how it and it's every year this stuff happens. It, it's wild. Um, yeah, but no, they, uh, Van Ness and Campbell are both studs, and then Riley Moss uh, to the Broncos. Uh, super excited about that. Uh, yeah, he, he um he talked talked to him a little bit too. He's uh, uh he's a really cool dude, uh, and I think he's a great player. Uh, like I mean, obviously it's like the white corner thing, but at the end of the day, like, like it, it, it's just ball, you know. Like I think it, he's yeah. definitely got a um, I think he has potential to succeed really well there. Uh, and then also um, Seth Benson, linebacker, is got picked up by the Broncos uh as well. So that'll be cool. Uh, we got a fullback oh, nice. drafted. That was cool. Monty Potterbaum, <laughs> awesome. Pull back you, baby. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Kayvon Merriweather is going to the uh, Buccaneers. He was uh, undrafted free oh, agent. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got a lot of guys picked up. Uh, I'm sure. I'm. I feel like awesome. I'm missing someone, and I'm really sorry if I am. Uh, but did we get everyone? Maybe. I think. Do I we want like to talk we, about the Broncos? We can talk about the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the Broncos? Um, I like the Marvin Mims pick. That's pretty yes. cool. And obviously, Riley Moss, Iowa guy. That'll be fun. Uh, I don't really know too much about our other picks, though. Uh, uh, it seems like we went Sanders, all defense, except Marvin Mims. Sanders is a stud. He's in, he's a great player. He's an Arkansas linebacker. So Yeah, well, he, he had, be, right? uh, I believe he led the SEC in tackles. Oh, yeah, so, I love like, that. Like, he's, he's very good. Uh, he's a great player. He was a... Uh, he was one of the finalists uh, for linebacker of the year. Unfortunately, not everyone could be Jack Campbell, uh, but it's okay. Uh, we, not everyone can have on his, uh, not everyone can have Jack Campbell. But uh, Sanders is a good pickup for sure. Uh, I didn't know who Marvin Mims Jr. was, and then I saw his highlights and I was sold. I was like, he's fast. Yeah, I'm in that's there. Good. I'm, I'm with that. Yeah, and I that's what's it. fun about the draft is like everyone looks uh, so good. <laughs> It's all highlights. Baby. Everyone looks amazing when, and it's like, oh, we just got a steal. Yeah. This guy's great. So yeah. know, that's what's fun, and it's like, you know, from now until you got to remember, if you're a Broncos fan, we draft like our draft was getting Sean Payton basically. That yeah. was our draft. Like you have to remember that. Um, which I completely forgot that we gave up that pick for Sean Payton because uh, I was waiting oh, for. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot that too. We uh, obviously like there was a thing like the Seahawks had our pick, but then we had the Dolphins pick, but then we gave that up. And then the Dolphins also didn't have a first round pick. So <laughs> it was all over the place. When that pick came up, I believe it was um, shoot who got drafted. Um, it was the Saint. It was whoever the Saints pick was, but it was like the it says like who it came through. Originally, it was the 49ers pick. Oh, my it, gosh. It went, like, it, so it said like the Saints draft so and so at this pick from uh the 49ers through the dolphins through the broncos through the saints <laughs> like <laughs> oh my goodness it was super funny um oh we should mention a kicker went in the top 100 wow do you think if i didn't see that yeah jake moody went uh 99 overall to san francisco do you feel if you're let's say like a qb let's say you're stetson bennett right you go he went 128 i want to say something like that do you feel like it's like a slap in the face and they take a kicker <laughs> over you hey, isn't the most the highest points ever a kicker yeah like in nfl history it's a kicker yeah I, I believe it is a kicker um i feel like that's more of a longevity thing than a uh 
uh, valuable thing? Like, I don't know. Kick, I mean, kickers win you games all the time. I mean, kickers are important for sure, but I, I don't know. I feel like I would be a little upset, but I think there is definitely value in like taking kickers. For well, sure. think about like, when if you can have a guy a bad kicker. If you can have a guy who's drilling, who's just automatic from 60 yards, that's huge. Like yeah. your offense doesn't even have to be that good, and you're getting at least three points. Exactly. That's huge. Like if you it's can draft huge. Justin Tucker, Justin Tucker can hit it from like your team doesn't even have to get across the 50 to score. <laughs> That's huge. Uh, so uh, shout out Jake Moody uh, for getting in the top 100. Has that ever happened before? He has to be no the idea. highest. He has to be I the highest no kicker idea. to go ever. Um, we looked that up real quick. I think a punter got drafted as well at some point. I want to say a punter got drafted. Uh, wow. I'm not 100 percent sure though. Uh, What's chicken? Neil Donahue. What was Who's Neil Donahue? Oh, education, Auburn University. Who's that? He's a kicker, but it's not telling me when he was drafted. Oh, okay. Oh, it might be Jake Moody. All right, let's move on. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, so that's the NFL draft. NBA playoffs are going on, and the Nuggets opened up their series with the Suns with a just total beatdown of the Suns. A dismantle. This was amazing. And I'm not going to lie. This one felt really good. This one felt really good. Oh, Ever yeah. since the Nuggets won, they pounded the Timberwolves with all due respect. And we still got all this slander of, oh, this team's not that good. Oh, this like Jokic isn't as good. Jamal Murray is going to get cooked by Devin Booker. And what do they do, Joey? They go out they there. put it on them. And it was over in 10 seconds. This game was never not close. Not even close. Like I had no one, sweat. I don't think it finished like that, but at one point, every single starter on the Suns was negative in the plus minus. <laughs> it didn't even matter. Like KD did have a, have a good game. He had 29 and 14, but like Devin Booker didn't even, he, he got in, in terms of the matchup with him and Jamal Murray, Devin Booker got dominated. Oh yeah. Jamal was cooking last night. No, Jamal. Had, and it's crazy too. When uh, Jamal in the post game press conference, he said he was like, yeah, uh, like the TNT crew was like, "Well, we're like, does it feel good to have such a great performance or whatever? Is it like, is it bubble Murray or is it just playoff Murray?" He's like, "I don't. How many times? He, like, he literally said on the interview, he's like, how many times do I have to keep having these games for you guys to realize I'm just a good player?' Yeah, like, it's <laughs> how, true. How many times do I have to keep doing this? I mean, it's crazy. They Jamal could have had 60 points, and the people are still going to show up on Monday night and be like, "I don't know. I think the Suns, man." <laughs> I don't think Jamal's that good. <laughs> like it's very disrespectful. They're still gonna do it every game. Like it, it's wild what what's happening. I don't understand. And then the same thing happens. They're like Jokic didn't play that well. You know his bad game is twenty four and twenty. Yeah, he had nineteen rebounds. That's like, insane. What? What are we talking about here? And they're like, oh, he didn't shoot that well. Oh, his shooting percentage wasn't that good. You know who he still he has a better shooting percentage than Joel Embiid. <laughs> like what is your argument at this point against the nuggets I don't what know. is your argument at this point i don't understand it like i don't know i just i don't know it feels good it felt good uh it felt really good i was i was definitely fired up i i love to jamal like with the let me hear L- you letting him during know. the game yeah absolutely was awesome it was just i don't know it was awesome and chris paul dirty play on jamal uh oh yeah yeah, I, he's top three least favorite players in the league right now for me. Who are the other two? You're baiting uh, Rudy Gobert. Okay. 
And I'm not a fan of Devin Booker. I got to be honest. Mm, I don't know if he's top why's three. Why's that? He's just a whiner. You know, I don't like whiners. Chris Paul and Devin Booker are all time combination of whiny dudes on they a do, team. They were a little whiny for sure. Uh, but no, so th- this game was fantastic. Uh, I couldn't get enough of it. I was listening to the uh, radio broadcast of it for a little bit. Oh, yeah. uh, and it was, it was kind of funny. They were like, it's like the, the national media crews are just in such shock every time the Nuggets win a game or when they're playing well, they're in such shock. And it's like, it's literally the only way I can compare it is like the shock of uh, it, it's like, cause like, I feel like they definitely want to see KD and Chris Paul get to a championship a little bit. Like, I think a little bit yeah. the ESPN crew wants that. They know the ratings would be crazy. Uh, I still sure. think Jokic, I still think the Nuggets would do pretty well in the ratings, but um, you can see there's like a little bit of like, like in their gut, they don't like it. It's like in this game, it's like, and it's wrapping up right now in Kings warriors at halftime. They're like, I don't know. The Kings might win. And they were like a little scared that it was going to happen. <laughs> they were like a little scared. And I think that these announcers are like, shoot, the nuggets are kind of good. And it, we're a little worried about it. So I, all I'm saying is like, it, we might get the Adam silver call down, which is might be a little worrisome. Oh, yeah. Are we opening up a conspiracy here, Grant? No, not yet. Uh, but it, this was such an awesome game. This feels good, especially after. Mentioned- uh, especially after we had got swept by the Suns last time we played in the playoffs. Yeah, a good win like this felt really good. It is a little worrisome. The Clippers won their first game against the Suns, so that's something to keep in mind. I'm not saying anything bad. I'm not throwing anything bad out there. Right, just something to keep in mind. Also, I was nervous at the beginning of the game. Um, it seems like you were listening on radio broadcast, but it didn't seem like uh, the Denver fans were all all in it that much at the beginning of the game. It was a little back and forth. Ooh. Uh, but then they definitely showed up. Like they 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 balled out after no, the first I, quarter. No, I think I was gonna say anything I saw from the the fans at Ball Arena, they looked into it. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. No, they were into it. It it was just right at the beginning of the game. People probably buying beers, sitting down, getting their seats. Yeah, they, I mean, they got to look too strong in the start. Yeah, bit. it was warm. Got to warm up a little bit. That's warm fine. Up. I'll take yeah. it. Uh, in this game too, I just the it with in terms of Jokic, you saw him dunk. It was amazing. I don't think it got enough recognition. It should have. It should have been plastered all over Sports Center. We should make a. Uh, we should make an account like Jokic Dunk Alert. <laughs> a Twitter Twitter yeah. account. Like it's like an automated bot of like every time uh Jokic dunked. It'll go off twice a year. Twice a year. <laughs> He's got two <laughs> in like the past four games, I want to say. Yeah, twice a I'll, year. I'll take it. Yeah. So definitely <laughs> looking forward to more nuggets. Uh I'm de- like I can't remember the last time I was just fired up for Nuggets basketball. I'm this super excited. I was so fired up. I'll I, be in Colorado next week. I can't wait to go uh Watch at McGregor Square. I think that that'd be a great time. You're gonna go. I think I should. Don't destroy the place. I'll try not to. Keep it nice. If I could get into Ball Arena, that would be optimal. What are the tickets? Are they expensive? I'm sure they are. Just to get in. No, I don't know yet. Okay. I'll have to look. Uh, we'll do. We'll we'll have to put something together. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm locked in on this series for sure. Uh, the Heat won Game One against the Knicks. Uh. So, and this was a discussion I was having yesterday. It was like, I know the Knicks are the higher seed. I know they're at home. And they were the favorite. That feels like a political move. 
Like, I feel like they had to make the Knicks favorites, but I think Vegas knew that they really weren't the favorite. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like Miami heading into this game, I don't know if any team's ever had more momentum than Miami does right now. I don't know if any players right. are hotter than Jimmy Butler right now. Like, I, I couldn't. It's scary. You had to make them favorites, but it's like, who really believed that? <laughs> I don't Pretty think much. anyone was buying it at all. Uh, this series, I feel like, has good potential to be very fun. But I think also you have to be worried. Like, if you're a Knicks fan, like, getting stepping in front of Miami right now is stepping in front of a train. Yeah, I could I could see this one being a sweep. Honestly. You think they're going to sweep them? I think it could happen. Uh, I don't know about this. If, if they but... take another one in New York. You're calling sweep? Uh, it's a sweep. That's oh, right. crazy. What are, how is it? I don't think it's that crazy to even say anymore that like the heat could easily be in the Eastern conference finals. No, I mean, Zach says it all the time, right? It's essentially the same team that was there. Was that last year, two years ago? Yeah, I think so. But it's also, I mean, do we count bubble championships? No. Only if, only if we like them. Only, only if the nuggets had won, then we would have counted it. That is true. That's correct. Uh, I don't know uh, with the Heat. I don't know if they're a sweep, but I would definitely be really nervous to play them. They, they're definitely like, I I don't know. Like, seriously, I don't know if any. Wait, can you think of a team that's been hotter in the NBA playoffs ever? <laughs> uh, no, you can't. No. That's the answer. Uh, I, so that's pretty much Especially all I got for those. Now, does this ruin our um, play in take that the play in isn't important anymore? Um, no. I, I was not a fan of the play-in tournament. What what seed would they have been? Would they have been in? Well, they're the eighth seed now, right? So you're right, no. but would they have been? I don't think they, they were the eighth seed before. Would they been were they the ninth heading into the playoff or the tenth? I think so. Ooh, okay. Then maybe it is important. That's a good point. Um, I don't know. I think it's also at the end of the day, like these guys are professional basketball players, and they're they're all capable of being. Like, they're like, it, the, at the end of the day, all these guys are all like were the best players at their college. They were unbelievable. Like they're they're all good enough to like be signature guys. Like everyone is so good in the NBA that, like, I mean, slip up slip ups happen. Like they're gonna score a bunch of points on you. It's true. Is that crazy? No, I don't. I don't think it is. But I mean, in almost every other one of the playing teams, like they're. Definitely a, a gap, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, Except I would the say, Lakers, maybe, but I would say that I was more on the have, This will change the play and take to the plan is now in interesting okay. as opposed to like valuable eyeball emojis. Yes, eyeball on, emojis on for, for sure on the plane. Yes, okay. uh, then you had the Lakers advance, they beat the Grizzlies. I mean, it was just. Did the Lakers win or did Karma win against the Grizzlies? <laughs> I mean, the fact that they won by 40 points after Dylan Brooks said he needed 40 to gain respect. That's a good point. That's a good point. Don't make I, it that obvious, NBA. Come I on. saw that Jaw said that he was like off the court antics. He admitted off the court stuff uh, was ultimately the killer of the Grizzlies this year. At least they, they recognize it now. <laughs> At least they recognize it. I saw that they said that they got to stop having. Um, uh, they can't let 
these NBA players be interviewed by uh, gorgeous women anymore because they just say stupid <laughs> stuff to try and impress them. <laughs> like with the job being like, too. Uh, we're not worried in the West, I, which is, I thought it was kind of funny. It's kind of a good point. But yeah. also like, obviously, I mean, uh, like I like obviously like anyone like if you're a good journalist it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter anyway, uh, <laughs> and then it just uh, who do the Lakers play now? Oh, they play the winner of sac- they play Golden State. They play this Golden State Warriors now. So it just wrapped up. It looks like it opened up in the fourth quarter here. Uh, I saw the first three quarters. We started recording at the beginning of the fourth quarter of Sacramento Golden State. I'm pretty bummed about this. Yeah, I wanted this was fixed. I wanted to see the beam. This is fixed. You cannot convince Explain. me otherwise. <laughs> you can't I agree with me. you. You can't convince me. Like they had to have the Warriors win. Could you imagine? And Adam Silver would have thrown up on the court if he saw the Sacramento Kings playing the deep into the playoffs. He would have. have. Have the Sacramento Kings won a playoff series before? Do we know this? <laughs> I, I believe they have. Are we sure? Back when before we were born. If Zach was here, I'm sure he'd be telling us all about the good old days. ABA doesn't count. I have no idea. Okay. I'm surprised they're even a franchise still. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> Did you see all those fans? Those fans were awesome. Those were the best fans in the NBA. The pet. I agree. They were. They you. were on. The, they they made Steph miss back to back free throws for the first time. He missed his first free throw in a game that's seven awesome. in this game. That's crazy. And he missed both of them. He missed back to back. That's that's literally just fan interaction. That is a hundred percent on the fans. Do you think they uh, hired Demar Derozan's kid to come in to scream at Steph Curry? But free throws. I, I'm glad you said this because I think that um, the Lakers should hire Sacramento fans to be like, join us. Now that you're Ooh. dead. We will bring you to Staples Center because we need that environment there. Because our Lakers fans are old; they're asleep. We need you. We need you guys to. We need you guys to step it up. We need you guys to be vibrant. There are, our spoiled Lakers fans aren't going to be cheering. They need to be. That's in. true. Um, I forgot to bring up by the way the Lakers game. Uh, if I would have known beforehand that Jack Nicholson was going to appear at the Lakers game for the first time in two years, I would have put every dollar I had on the Lakers. <laughs> I did not know that beforehand. That was the most obvious. Good that point. should have been the most obvious bit of all time. I didn't see that he was there until like halftime. He looks great, by the way. Yeah, love that guy. He looks awesome. You know how cool you have to be to where they play like your acting highlights <laughs> at a Laker playoff game, just because you're there. That's a. You could, you imagine, cool. could you imagine you go and they play your podcast highlights <laughs> at the Laker game while you're courtside? Throw up the the podcast highlights. Like what? That's insane. Like he he's on a different level of legend, for sure. Do you think there's ever a time where, because obviously a lot of celebrities go to these Laker games. Do you think there's ever a time where LeBron is playing and he's not the most famous person in the building? Um, Probably not. Like DiCaprio is there. Do you think more people know DiCaprio than LeBron? Let's look up Instagram. I think LeBron, like Elon only gave the blue check mark to three people. LeBron was one of those people. Well, that's because Elon um, disagrees with several of uh, uh, Elon Musk politics. But or uh, Leo, sorry, with Leo politics. I feel like I don't know because, like, on one hand, LeBron 
obviously like basketball wise, like people in China even know LeBron, right? But also I feel like he, look, DiCaprio has been in so many big movies that he, it's, I feel like it's pretty hard to have not seen one of them. Like if you haven't seen Titanic, you've probably seen Inception. If you haven't seen Inception, you've probably seen Titanic or you've seen Romeo and Juliet. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm going to go with LeBron. That's my answer. That's fair. Uh, and then, yeah, so sad about sad about Sacramento. That's my statement. Why are we having so many Wi-Fi issues, Joey? I don't know. Is it my end or is it's it It's one of those days. Is it me or you? Could be me. My Wi-Fi has been in and out pretty really? recently this weekend. Yeah. I had a power out. Everyone's studying for finals here. Yesterday, so I had no Wi-Fi for a long time. I was reverted back to the Stone Age. Is it what? <laughs> did you have to read a book yesterday? I did. I had to read a book by Candlelit. That was my entertainment. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Your punishment. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of. It's kind of weird though in the uh, the apartment complex because, like, I don't really know my neighbors, but it's. I can't really. You you don't know if it's just you, or if it's uh, the whole building. Oh, did you go? Did you go knock on a door? Well, I figured out that it wasn't when the elevator didn't work. So mm. that was the uh, that was the first hint. A dead uh, giveaway. Yeah. NHL. Today's just all game sevens. By the way, it's pretty cool because uh, we got cool. two of them in NHL. We're going to talk about them more on Wednesday. This will be more NHL on Wednesday. So we'll talk about uh, Bruins and uh, uh, Pan- Bruins Panthers Avs Kraken on Friday. Uh, I will say though. NHL is rigged. We talk about NFL rigged all the time. The NHL yeah, is just blatantly rigged. This boarding play uh, in the Avs game is some of the most egregious stuff I've ever seen in my life. And it's going fractured to face neck. no punishment. A fractured neck. It's There's it evidence. Should, it should be as simple as if the Makar play received a suspension. This one at least deserves a one game, too. It, that would make sense. This yeah. one is just going to get a slap on the wrist. It's That's okay. Ridiculous. No punishment. It's obscene. He should be thrown in jail. <laughs> he almost That's killed a man. He could have killed a man. He, he could have. I, I don't see any, like, it's, it's, we don't, like, we overestimate sometimes these hockey players. They're super tough guys. How dangerous some of these injuries are sometimes. You're like, right. you'll see, like, Hockey has like headlines every uh I'll go every six months because a lot of times you see them in like the Russian leagues and stuff where it's like player takes skate to the jugular, goes <laughs> back on the ice ten minutes later. It's like is, do you know what that means? <laughs> like, whoa. Do you know I mean that happened that in this first round? A guy got like Someone thirteen took a stitches. Skate to the jugular? No, it was across his face though. Oh, you see yes. that? Yeah. Yeah. And we just kind of brush it off like, oh, hockey tough. Like yeah. it is hockey tough, but it's also like, should we take them to the hospital? Like he <laughs> broke his neck. <laughs> Jeez, they like, need a tour rule. Like at some point, there needs to be like a, uh, um, there needs to be a guy. It's like the common good <laughs> on each NHL team. It's like, whoa, whoa, it's not getting crazy here, okay? Like I know it's hockey tough, but it's also like, dude, it's your neck. Like that's <laughs> kind of important. Kind of <laughs> important to have your neck work. Uh, super scary stuff, obviously, but. Um, we're going to a game seven. I feel like being back at Ball Arena, and this is I I hate doing this before the game actually starts. Ugh. 
I, I don't even know how to feel about it because like the away team has been so much better each time. But then That's it's true. also like, would I rather have it at Ball Arena? Sure. The way this series is going, though, I don't even know anymore. Well, I think the Avs haven't looked like the Avs until the last game we just played, game six, right? We finally looked like a team together. So if we can continue that play in game seven, I think we'll be all right. Well, they heard your criticism. Knock on one. What was my criticism? Well, they heard you saying that Bednar needed to go in there and just slap all the players. Oh, yeah. They yeah, heard I think you he did. Clean. I, 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 he's going to go in. I'm thinking now he's going to go slap the NHL safety commission for the he should. play. Yeah, he was making By comments way, about it postgame. He was very upset about it. Is he the most handsome hockey coach in the league? That he might be the most sharp. He might be the most handsome coach in all of uh, the major sports. That dude looks super sharp it's every time the camera cuts to him. If we're thinking just most handsome coaches in general, it's probably he's got to be up there. Uh, maybe, oh, I don't know, it's McVay or... Um, Salah was looking Lef- pretty ripped. LaFleur. This offseason. LaFleur's got a good haircut. Um, no, Bednar's definitely up there. I'm glad you said that. Uh, well, yeah. the, the hockey guys are sure. old school too because they always wear suits. I appreciate they, that. They don't. They didn't do this thing where it's like, oh, it's COVID, we can wear hoodies now. No, <laughs> it's serious. Right? This is a this is a business trip. We're wearing suits. Uh, I like that more because in we were talking all college basketball season. It's like one in doubt, just bet on the team whose coach wears a suit. In hockey, you can't do that. They all wear suits because they're all classy. Yeah, and I think our coach looks the best in a suit. He's got that nice. That nice, like, burgundy suit. Yes. Plaid. He does. Sharp. Super sharp. Uh, in terms of the other series, Boston, Florida. Um, if you're a Boston fan, I mean, we we talked earlier where uh, Florida, when they won their first game, I believe Boston was up 2-1 when they won it, right? Uh, I, I could be wrong about that. But it's like, in hockey, there's such a stigma around the President's Cup, right? The President's Trophy. You got to be... You cannot feel good. I feel like Florida just has nothing to lose in this game. Like, yeah. I I love – and this is like another, like, we're doing it before the game. I love Florida in this game. You had the Maple Leaf fans chanting after they won their first was, series. Yeah. Does that uh, worry you at all? That they were chanting, we won Florida? Did they just jinx it? No. Part of me thinks they're right. <laughs> like, yeah, you would want to play Florida over Boston. Yeah, you would. That's very – that's just a true statement. We want Florida. That's just factual. They might as well have chanted, we want the JV high school team. <laughs> like, are they wrong? No. We want Florida. That's yeah. true. But I, I think I would be so nervous if I was a Boston fan right now. I'm nervous as an ass fan, but if you're a Boston fan, you have to be eight times more nervous. Double nervous. Like, it's like, oh my God, it's happening. The Grim Reaper is at my door. It's Terrifying. finally all, it's the walls are closing in. Uh, so that'll be that's why hockey's great though it is great JV. all of these there hasn't been a bad series no truthfully and then we have game seven coming up on monday night for rangers doubles uh i feel like the rangers as much as i want to say the rangers should close it out like i think that like the devils kind of been the better team ever since like the second game of the series didn't we call the rangers dead did we say that yeah we called them like super dead yeah. But then we also, when the Rangers went up 2-0, we called the Devils super dead. So, <laughs> which I guess, like, if you're a de- the Devils, that's, like, what you want to be? Because isn't, like, the Devil 
Is the devil considered dead? Uh, he's a fallen angel. I don't know if he's dead. I don't think he's dead. He's just fallen. Oh, okay, so then maybe, uh, maybe then, maybe I was getting too carried away with that. But either way, <laughs> we've called both these teams dead in a hockey sense. So we're just wrong, or are we just right? <laughs> One way we're going to be right. <laughs> the what we did on if this you podcast, call both of them dead. What we did on this podcast is we uh we were we went so far wrong that we ended up being right. Yeah. That's I feel like that happens quite it. a bit. Well, we haven't said a, a single intelligent thing on here since November, so that's uh that's pretty much how Gosh, it's Gosh, we need football season to come back. We almost had well, I mean, X I think the XFL championship is next week. Oh, who's playing? Are your My your teams are not playing. No. No. I think it's the, is the Battle Hawks. It's like this. It's the semifinals. Mm. Yeah, did I don't see, think my the, Vegas. Did you see their trophy? By the way, it. is like their trophy is like the size of a MacBook. <laughs> oh no! It's super tiny. It's like a, a the outline of a football on a wooden plaque. Come on! No, it's pathetic. Um, did you see uh, Travis Kelsey spike the Lombardi Trophy? Joe, you realize that was a fake trophy, right? I know. But what are we doing? It is very disrespectful to football. Yeah, I don't opinion. care if it's fake or not. Yeah, it, is, it was that. very, it was very disrespectful. Uh, staying in hockey, though, before we get off track, uh, <laughs> Stars closed out their series. Hurricane closed out their series. I feel like, do you think there's a little bit of an advantage for them getting rest? Like, I think the Avs definitely had an advantage where they went. I believe their series went four zero four one to start off the playoffs, and they seemed like way. They they felt like they were way healthier the rest of the way when when they were playing like the lightning. I, so if you're the, the hurricane, the stars like, and everyone else is going to game seven, you got to be feeling pretty good. Yeah, that's a great point. It's hockey seems super tired. I've never played, but I it can is imagine how tired. how much rest uh, would play a big impact on the playoffs. Yeah, I'm gonna predict that of the two of the three game sevens, I'm gonna say two of them are going to overtime. I like that. There's been quote, some pretty good overtime games. Yeah. And then I'm going to say the winners are Florida, Colorado, and then the Rangers. I'm going to go Florida, Colorado, and I'll take the Devils. Okay, good. Did you bring trivia? Yeah. Good. I'm going to some trivia. Let's do Star trivia. Wars. You like Star Wars, Grant? I do like Star Wars. I'm very nervous, though, on what Star Wars trivia would be because there's so much Star Wars. Yeah, it's a lot of Star Wars. That I don't know if I'd get them all right. Grant, I want you to tell me, how old was Yoda when he died? 4,000, maybe? No, he was 900 years old. Oh, that's still really old. That's very old. He's old. Where do you even get these? That's not in the movie. He says it twice. When? Two different times. I read about it. What what Wikip what Reddit blog did you pull this off of? This is some website. What does he look Luke old. in the eyes and say I'm 900 years old? No, he says he's been living here for 800 years or something like that. That doesn't mean he's 900. Well, if you do the math, it would equate to he's 900 years old. When is is where? What about the Mandalorian? How how long ago was that? Isn't that after? All the stuff? I haven't seen it. I don't know. 
You haven't seen The Mandalorian? I haven't. Wow, you got to watch it. It's I should good. watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to watch it. I think it's after all this stuff, though. It's after all of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think Yoda's alive anymore. Oh, okay. I didn't know. That's a um, that's a tough question. It is a tough question. Did you uh, Honestly, one, did you expect me to get that right? I don't, sometimes you pull these out out of nowhere. I don't think... Sometimes I'm like, oh, Grant's going to get this one for sure. And then you don't. And then the other times I'm like, oh, Grant's definitely doesn't have this one. And then you just nail it out of nowhere. I, like, I don't know how anyone besides Yoda <laughs> himself knows that answer. I'm sure there's some... Maybe El Hawkeye Libre knew that one. He's just Doubt screaming it. at you. Well, maybe you'll know this one. What age did Padme become queen? It's going to be like shockingly low. Um, I'm going to go 12. So close. It's 14. It's very young. Wait, so when was, when did she start hanging out with Anakin? Or no, she's way older than Anakin. Yeah. Uh, how, he like, was a little kid, right? When yeah, Anakin was like eight. And uh, when she rolled up in the Phantom Menace, and yeah. then Anakin became she's a cougar. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. Um, wait, so is it Padme and uh, Amidala are different people, right? Or are they the no, same she's person? Queen Amidala. They're the same person, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have it all together now. It's like I like yeah. Star Wars, but I don't like know it like some people do. Yeah, most of the trivia that I was looking up for Star Wars was like, what's the name of Han Solo's ship in Star Wars? Oh, it's or the like Titanic. Like that. <laughs> of course. I'm just kidding. Uh, or it's like... I, but who's going to know how old Yoda is? I, most of the stuff I saw was super easy, so I tried to get something a little harder. All right. Well, I'll take it. That'll end this episode. We'll be back on Wednesday. Thursday. We'll be back on Thursday.